0: friends and welcome back or if you're new here welcome to after the ever your podcast dedicated to all things paranormal and macabre hosted by yours truly me the pumpkin queen well hello my spooky friends it has been a long time so long story short i had a back injury that kind of put me out of commission for a little bit i blew out my l5s1 disc and I'm doing PT. Super grateful for the hubs. He's been taking really good care of me lately. I know I'm not a great patient, but thank you anyway. I love you so much. But what I really am excited to tell you all about is podcasts first ever sponsor. Yep, I said it, sponsor. Freak Show Savory Sauces. So a little background freak show savory sauces they are a small batch sauce maker they have a passion for adding extraordinary flavor to everyday favorite foods every day every dish unleash the flavor so they are going to be sponsoring i believe like the next six episodes so like i said i'm super excited and they are also doing a limited time after the ever sauce bottles So, go to FreakShowSavorySauces.com and use promo code AFTERTHEEVER for 15% off at checkout. Thanks, guys, for sponsoring. I'm super excited to partner up. They have some other things other than hot sauce. They have this garlic ghost mayo. I had this the other day on some chicken. It was fantastic. And then they do have some seasoning. I have in my hand the smoky herb seasoning. Use it on steaks, burgers, grilled cheese, french fries, chicken, pork, fish, popcorn, veggies, and anything else you can think of. It says you can even sprinkle it in a bag of chips or on fried eggs. I'm going to try that. So, like I said, use promo code AFTERTHEEVER for 15% off at checkout and go to www.freakshowsavorysauces.com. Thanks, guys. All right. That was exciting. That's my first sponsor everybody's going to have to tell me how I did in introducing a sponsor. I've never had to do it before. So let me know in the comments of the Instagram page. Now that we have all of that taken care of, let's get into this episode. This episode is more paranormal than macabre. So let's get it. Have you ever woken up to see a dark figure or a shadow of a figure? And then when you rub your eyes and they're all cleared up? That shadow figure's gone? Or have you ever woken up at night feeling like something's watching you? I think we have all seen and or felt things that we cannot explain. I know for a fact the wolfman has an unexplainable experience of his own, but we can get into that one later. Without further ado, grab your blanket, your favorite drink, and light your candles and let's get into the lore behind the hat man. I looked at the end of my bed, and there was a tall man. I say man because of what he was wearing. Uh, He had a black uh, brim hat and black trench coat. One day the hat man just started showing up me when I was not in sleep paralysis at all. Bigger than me. I'm six foot something and he's a good he's always taller than I am. Then I've seen the hatman drive in the doorway, which gave me a real sense of foreboding. That's dying. I don't really I don't I don't really know how to explain how he stares at you because he's just this tall black silhouette. And so it's like you can't see his any of his features. You can't see his nose or his eyes or his mouth. You can't see anything. But you know, like, it's staring right at you. It's trying to rationalize the irrational. You, you can't. That's what makes it irrational. So it's, a, it's an always losing battle. The Hatman has been the subject of documentaries, just like the one you heard just now. That was part of the trailer for. The Hat Man documented cases of pure evil on IMBD from um, 2019. Also has inspired one of the more chilling ghosts in the Netflix horror show The Haunting of Hill House. Some dismiss him as a bad dream or even a neurological quirk. Others feel his presence as something much more sinister and even otherworldly. Millions of people around the world are sharing their nightmare experience with the hat man. But if the hat man is just a nightmare, how did the whole world start having the same bad dream or paranormal sighting of the same figure wearing that hat? The global anthology of the hat man stories has only grown. The shape of the figure occasionally varies but the way he makes his victims feel never does. Utterly paralyzed with terror and breathless, as if fear had frozen them from the inside out. This is also known as sleep paralysis. Where your mind is awake, but your body is asleep. I personally have not experienced that, but the stories that I will tell you are mortifying. Others report seeing him during the daylight hours or while they're awake and he appears and disappears in the blink of an eye. Those who see him in the daylight hours do say he disappears very quickly, while others who wake up from a dream or in a dream say that he looms and just stands over them. The hat man is said to be an evil entity, often placed in the category of paranormal phenomenon referred to as shadow people. Shadow people are just what they sound like, dark, vaporous forms in the shape of humans. Some even described it as a manifestation of people who were once living. But the hat man is a singular character inside that category of shadow people, reported to have particular characteristic traits and a more solid outline than most shadow people and an especially notable visual marker. He's always wearing a hat. Some people report encountering the hat man in old timey clothes or a long trench coat or cape. The hat varies from a top hat to a fedora or a gaucho, which is like a Southwestern cowboy hat. Some have seen him with red eyes. Others report him as a featureless, dark face. But he is always tall, six feet at minimum, but the majority of people say he's about eight to ten feet tall, forcing him to crouch while standing. Imagine opening your eyes at night and seeing a hunched figure bending unnaturally in order to avoid the ceiling fan with the top of his hat. Such a human action on an inhuman figure has to be especially creepy. They say sometimes he carries a gold pocket watch and that he'll look at it glancing, which is interesting. That suggests he's curious about what time it is. I wonder how many times that watch read 3am. The varying descriptive characteristics make me wonder whether the hat man actually changes his appearance for some reason or whether the point of view of the person encountering him is influencing what they see. For instance, if someone were to associate old Victorian clothing with frightening ghosts, may that somehow subconsciously make his shadowy shape take that form. If you live in the southwest, are you more likely to see him in a gaucho hat rather than a fedora? It is said that most who encounter him, the hat man doesn't seem intent on inflicting physical harm. What he's actually after is slower more insidious. He just watches the sleeper, sometimes arching his overlong body over their bed. It is said that even though he doesn't touch his victims, they can feel the evil just emanating from him in waves. They can feel that he wants to do harm. The theory is he uses a look-don't-touch approach for a calculated reason. It creates a mixture of feelings of confusion, anticipation, and fear in his subjects that he can feed off of them. Maybe this is the main purpose of the Hatman's visit. Maybe he feeds off of your fear. When he's not hovering over the sleeper, other common methods of viewing his prey or subjects is looking over the sleeper through the mirror or sitting and watching them from a corner. Even more unnerving, there are people who have seen him during the daylight hours. Even though proximity would understandably cause fear, I feel like when you are playing mind games, that the unknown is much worse than close proximity. When he's finally had his fill of fear and decides to leave, he shows another contrast to shadow people who are usually said to dissipate where they stand. The hat man is different by actually using the door and either walking or gliding through it. Now that we have some backstory, I wanna share some of the encounters that I have found doing all my research. I have a few stories that I wanna share. Um, let's see here. And I also wanna share the wolf story, all right. First story, Mr. Tim Brown. The first time Tim Brown saw the hat man, he was 14 years old and curled up in his Nashville bed in Tennessee. He was dozing. The only light coming from the room was the flicker of the late night television. As he drifted off to sleep, a sound from the television shook him back awake. And that's when he saw him, the dark figure of a man, as featureless as the shadows where he stood. He was tall. He wore a broad-brimmed hat and a trench coat. He didn't say a word. He didn't need to. The fear sucked the breath from Brown's chest, making him mute and immobile. The man lingered just outside of the frame of Brown's door, flickering in the shadows between the hallway and between his room and his grandmother's room. Finally, as if A spell was broken, Brown threw himself from his bed, screaming, and ran into the hallway for a fight. But the man was gone, still haunted by the visions more than a decade later. 2008, Brown posted his story on a blog that he called The Hat Man Project and encouraged others to share as well. He also scoured the internet and found more posts on forums and blogs describing this similar encounter. Another user by the name of Ty. Oh, I got all these off a website. I'll link it in the show notes. So another user by the name of Ty wrote, My mom started seeing him when she was pregnant with me. After she had me, she never saw him again. But then I began to see him. He would come out of my mirror with his arms extended to me. He didn't say anything for the first year he reached for me. That's all he did, just reach for me. I was afraid of him and would cry till my mom came. As I got older, things got a bit worse. I started to dream of him. He would chase me. He would also begin to talk to me, saying, I want you and I'm going to have you. The older I got, the more I would fight him in my dreams. And when I say fight, I mean fight. I would wake up to physical cuts, bruises, or scratches from fighting with him. And at about 9 or 10, I started seeing him everywhere, day and night, like he was stalking me, always reaching and saying the same thing, I want you, and I will have you. I began to talk to him, telling me he can't have me, and I'm not his to have. I will fight you to the death, and even in death, you cannot have me. This went on into my late 30s. It finally stopped when I began attending spiritual ceremonies. Now, I know I'm cutting this one short. It didn't really go into spiritual ceremonies, but I thought his experience was crazy, actually having physical cuts and bruises. I think that story warrants to be on the top five most scary stories I have already read about the hat man. Okay, I have two more stories that I want to read off of before I get into the Wolfman's experience. User Scott writes, I saw the shadow hat man as a young child, no older than six. At this time, I shared a bed with my parents and slept on the edge closest to the bedroom door. Now, I can't tell you how many times I actually saw the hat man, but it was certainly numerous times and terrifying each time. Although, all the hat man would do is just stand in the doorway and stare. He had a long, dark coat and a top hat and a green fog that rolled in behind him. I would see him and be terrified as a young child to the point of waking up my mother to then only turn back and he was gone. I felt crazy, like I was losing my mind. Even as a young kid, I knew when I was awake. I would leave stuff in certain ways just to prove to myself that I wasn't dreaming. I knew the difference. This was something else entirely because it wasn't that he was there or that he would stare. I could feel the hatred he had for me. I could feel the harm he wanted to cause but couldn't because he wasn't able to come in. I remember once him pointing directly at me, frozen like a statue. I saw him often as a kid. What seemed to stop it was after my mother told me about a dream she had where she was drawing crosses on all the doors and windows in the house using blood. Once his visit stopped, I just sort of put him out of my mind, never talked about him. But many years later, I had a conversation with my young sister and we were telling ghost stories. She said the story of the hat man and how she saw him at night. I had never told her about it before. I've never heard her talk about it. I was shook to say the least. And furthermore, when I found out others have been seeing him too in my family, it just solidified what has been happening to me. My final story comes from Reddit user Jen Arrow U2. Jen writes, my first experience with the hat man started when I was ending the eighth grade, about to enter high school. My normal routine was to shower at night and again in the morning. Once to clean up, once to wake up my lazy sleepy self. This particular morning, I got up earlier than normal. What was usually a 6.45 a.m. shower turned into a 5.30 a.m. shower. Just for reference, I grew up in a small home. My parents' bedroom overlooks the hallway leading to the living room. My bedroom is right in front of the bathroom, a little more towards the side of the house. Anyways, I got up, showered, and began walking to the living room to get my clothes that I had laid out. For the following day then as, as i went to grab the clothes i froze i saw a very tall dark shadow now keep in mind i was on the younger side and just thinking this is it this is how i go i was that scared he was so tall he almost hit the blades of the ceiling fan he had a hat and a trench coat he was a dark shadow but for some reason i could still see his features he didn't wave Speak or smile, just stood and stared, almost as if to just let me know I'm here now. What finally snapped me out of it was something grabbing my ankle. I remember being horrified because I was still just wrapped in a towel. I screamed, and my mom came running and asked if I was okay. I had a hand shaped bruise on my ankle, and she kept me home that day. Over the next few years, leading to my senior year in high school, my mom battled cancer. I would see him off and on, and she would see him in the hallway or in our bedroom, almost as if he was just watching, waiting. October 2015, my mom finally lost her battle at 6.35 p.m. My dad, sisters, nieces, brother-in-law, and nephew were all in the living room until about 5.30 a.m. We were just processing what had just happened. At that time, I got up to go use the restroom and had realized the back door was still open from the mortician picking up my mom. So naturally, I went to close it. I stopped halfway when I noticed a familiar figure, the hat man. He looked at me and tipped his hat, almost as if he was letting me know he was leaving. I have no idea if he went because of all the negativity and the negative energy from my mom being sick, or why he actually left. Turns out the rest of my family had seen him too. Different instances, different times throughout the years, and all of the occurrences happened when my mom was still alive. All right, well, all of these stories that I've just went over with y'all are totally creepy and spooky and scary. There is one that the wolf man told me. I think he told me this maybe a year or two ago, but it definitely creeped me out. So the story goes... I believe the wolf man was in his twenties and he was staying at his parents' house for some reason. He had come home from a night out with the boys and his bedroom at that time was in the basement. So he walked down to the basement and kind of just got in bed and went to sleep. Now to set the stage a little bit. There's a bed in the corner, and right across from the bed is the staircase up to the main floor. There's a little light that kind of shines down the staircase. So, like I said, he went downstairs, passed out, went to sleep, and he woke up with his pillow being pulled out from underneath his head. He said it was extremely violent, like just when somebody snatches the pillow right out from underneath you. He said he shot straight up out of bed, And like I said, he's facing that staircase. And he watched the shadow figure pass in between the light beams and go straight up the stairs to the main floor. Now, I have seen all kinds of crazy things in the dark, but getting my pillow ripped out from underneath my head, that's an experience I have not had yet. (laughs) I do have some upcoming news. I'm pretty excited. The Wolfman bought us tickets to do a tour of the Missouri State Penitentiary next month on my birthday. So we're going to do like a three-hour daytime tour and then a three-hour ghost hunt. I'm pretty freaking excited. That is coming April 9th. So thanks, hubby. Best birthday present ever. Well, my spooky friends, that is all she wrote for today's episode if you want to help support the podcast, please subscribe to the show wherever you listen to your podcasts at. Follow me on Instagram at aftertheever, or you can always swing by the show's website, AfterTheEver.com. To find that contacting page, if you have any listener stories or even suggestions for an episode. If you want to support Freak Show Savory Sauces and get limited edition After The Ever sauce bottles, go to FreakShowSavorySauces.com. And remember to use the promo code AFTERTHEEVER at checkout for 15% off. I'll post all the links to the show and the sponsor in the show notes below. Thank you all again for listening in today. Until next time, stay spooky. And to the Wolfman...